Vibrant Life, episode 50. I'm Jessica Parker. I'm a holistic health coach with a master's in health psychology and a fitness instructor. Today's Monday, January 9th, 2023. And we're going to talk about, first of all, my five-year journey with keto, which is crazy to think. It's been five years. Um, but also, we're going to talk about my new upcoming four-week virtual program for women called Warrior Woman Project starting January 23rd. So let's dive right in keto. I have to preface it with a little summary of what my life was like before. I was a chubby kid with like no self-confidence and struggled so hard with my body image. But then as I got older, I, you know, started running, got into step aerobics, started doing the low fat calories in calories out thing. And I thought, this is great. It's working for me. Lost weight. Um, but I always struggled with my blood sugar. I ended up having an eating disorder, just controlled by food, would use it, binge, exercise, or fast it off like nobody ever knew. And also always had issues with my iron. I was never allowed to give blood because I was always like borderline anemic, which I don't like needles. So it was kind of like fine with me, but that's a problem. And in fact, when I had my son, I was always low iron, which was miserable because they make you take iron and that constipates you. I wish I knew some things now, like magnesium is what you need to do. And I should have been eating a lot more things like red meat. So I also really struggled with keeping muscle on. And as much as I was lifting weights and things like that, I remember feeling, gosh, why do I feel flabby for lack of better words? Kept going just on that journey. And then when I had my son, when I was 29, it was really kind of cool because I was able to release a lot of that control that food had over me. I had nothing to do with it. I Things shifted, obviously, sex hormones, hunger hormones, and I craved protein for the first time ever versus sugar. And so I really feel like God blessed me so much because I came out of that feeling like I wasn't controlled anymore and um, was able to, like the weight came off really easily. I gained a lot of weight when I was pregnant, but um, because I craved protein and I ate a lot of protein and I did exercise the entire time, it came off really, really easily. And I'm super thankful for that. But the biggest thing is how it totally transformed my relationship with food. I didn't become a holistic health coach or get my master's degree until 2013. So eight years later. So I just kept on with that journey, doing the calories in, calories out thing, but you know, again, not controlled so much anymore. But I was starting to make connections, especially with some of the things like family had gone through and was wondering why aren't people, you know, my dad had an accident and was, you know, had to have surgery and I just didn't understand why quality of food wasn't talked about, you know, so I was starting to connect dots. It's been a very, very long step-by-step -step journey for me. Then I, I got my master's in health psychology because, you know, there's a lot of depression and anxiety in my family. I was always trying to stay a step ahead of that myself. My faith helped a ton, but also fitness and nutrition. So I was learning more and more and diving down deeper and deeper and, you know, realizing, oh, this connects to this. And that's when I started, you know, getting rid of toxins in my life, especially because of my son also. And then 
I was hearing things from clients as a new health coach. I'm doing the calories in, calories out thing with them. And for some people it was fine, but then for others it wasn't working. And I didn't understand because a lot of these people were friends of mine and I knew, I know you well enough to know you're not lying to me. Like you're actually doing it. I don't get it. So that's when, you know, people were talking about hormones and I thought, no, 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 that's not a thing. Well, again, it's been a journey. I've evolved a lot. I've learned a lot. You know, I did start thinking, okay, again, I put the hormone thing on the back burner, but I was like, it's quality of food. It has to be this. It has to be that. Adrenal fatigue be became something that I was really learning a, a lot about. I was struggling with it. Moving forward, I turned 40 and then I really discovered, oh, hormones are a thing. And it was harder for me to maintain my weight. And so I decided to try paleo. It was had become a big thing and I felt like it was a fairly healthy approach. And so I tried it and it was fine, but then I actually ended up gaining weight. I think it's because, you know, my body wasn't in a place to like, deal with all those carbs and I was doing a lot of fruit, you know, and fruit's great, but like it was just too much and hormonally it wasn't working for me. And so in that time, a lot of the people that I really love and respect, like functional and holistic practitioners were talking about keto and I thought they were off their rocker. I thought they were crazy. Why is this becoming a thing? You know, I did Atkins, I did everything. I did Atkins like in my teens, I think, late, late teens. And for like a day, <laughs> literally for like a day. And so I just thought, what is going on here? But because these people were people that I really respect professionally, I listened and they were talking about brain health and hormone health. You know, they were talking about chronic illness and anti-inflammatory diet. And they were talking about things that went way above and beyond, you know, calories in, calories out, fitting in your jeans. And so I listened and then I started diving in and doing my own research. And I, I thought, you know what, I'm going to try it. And that's one thing with me also, typically I like to try certain things, whether it's a food or a supplement or a product or whatever, if I think at all, I might ever want to recommend it to a client. And so I decided to try it. I dove right in, should have done a little more research. I would say the one big mistake that I made was not paying attention to electrolytes at the very beginning because keto flu is a thing. I did experience it by my own fault, you know, just not knowing enough. It wasn't as bad as I've heard for some people, but you know, it's a thing. So now electrolytes are a huge part of my life keto aside i i really think that everybody should pay attention to them because we're not getting enough in our foods nowadays because our soils are so depleted people can have things feel like they're having a panic attack or you know just heart palpitations and that can very well be low potassium anyway i could go on and on i do have other episodes about all of that so i gained an appreciation for electrolytes again keto or not so my relationship with keto has really changed and evolved over the years as well. I started out, I mean, right away, I lost that paleo weight, which was awesome. I felt really good. I had this like mental clarity. Um, for the first time ever, I didn't have to eat constantly. I didn't have to have like some kind of bar in my purse, you know, so that I 
with, I didn't have to panic if I was away from food because that's how my blood sugar was for years and years. It was very freeing. It felt so good. I noticed a difference in my hair and my nails. And I would, I haven't had my iron levels checked, but I would guess that they're normal now um, because I eat a lot of red meat and I, I don't have the same feelings I've had before in terms of energy and things like that. As with anything, you get comfortable and then you can have certain things, you know, where, I don't know, hold you back, I guess. And um, I don't think it was because of keto and I've never strayed far from it this whole entire time. I will at times have a little more carbs in my life and kind of like that cyclical thing, but I don't do gluten ever. I don't do high carbs. I rarely, if I ever have a treat, treat something with sugar and things like that, it's very extremely rare and it's a one and done thing. It's just not even, it's not even um, a, a temptation. It's not even a real like um, thought like, oh, I really want that ever um, because I feel so good. But there are times, like I said, where I'll bump my carbs up a little bit and allow certain gluten-free things in my life. Like I'll, I love siete chips, you know, I haven't had them in ages, but that would be my typical if I want to um, have something more, kind of more paleo, um, but definitely not like the standard American type thing. That's the kind of thing that I would do. There you have it. But I was doing a lot of nuts and a lot of like nut flowers and making quote keto things, whether it be little keto rolls or keto treats or whatever. I was doing a lot of that and just kind of like being a little more lackadaisical. And, you know, I, I wanted to drop a few more pounds and be at my happy weight. We all have that. And um, where I'm feeling my best. And I also have noticed because I have some autoimmune slash neurological stuff going on um, from, I believe, mercury toxicity. That's for another, I've, I've talked about that, but you know, doctors have suggested MS. I believe it's mercury toxicity, which can cause MS. But anyway, I notice that all those symptoms stay way um, more manageable when I'm eating keto. So it's been a really wonderful tool for me, along with many other things, but that's been huge for me. So it's very motivating, that's for sure. But not until the past, I don't know, maybe six months or so, this was not a conscious thing, but you know, I've been following a lot of people who are more carnivore. I never purposely thought I'm gonna do that, but it is inspiring to see these people are taking more of an ancestral approach and looking at how good they feel, listening to how good they feel. And again, it wasn't a conscious thing. I started eating less nuts, maybe because I was implementing more of the protein, more of that, and then just didn't want those other things as much. I think that's exactly what happened. So fast forward, I'm down to my happy weight, totally like not even purposeful, feel amazing, I feel amazing. And, um, yeah, it's just something where taking certain things like that out of your diet, again, it wasn't even purposeful, but I noticed that I just feel less of the cravings. I feel less um, inflamed. I feel less driven by hunger, you know, and it was so much better with keto, but that was something for me that needed to come out.
And I do every once in a while have something with nuts, every once in a while. The big thing I believe is focusing on all that protein. I really make sure that I'm getting a lot of protein. It's been very, very good. I feel amazing. How many times can I say that? I feel amazing. I really do. So that's why this new group um, is different than my keto groups for women in that we're not doing all the nuts and all the, you know, keto things and almond flour and blah, blah, blah. We're not doing that. We're, we're not doing carnivore, but we're really just focused on whole foods. Um, we're, you know, not that nuts aren't a whole food, but we're, we're just not focused on that. We're focused on protein and not so focused on fat. We're focused on protein, keeping the carbs low, and then we're um, adding in some exercise, which, you know, I always encourage that, but we're really going to talk about exercise. I'm sharing my programs in there. I'm doing some short, like 20 minute total body workouts that you can do at home. You don't have to have a bunch of equipment. If any, I'm a big believer in functional fitness. I want people as they age to be able to get themselves out of the bathtub and off the toilet. And it might sound funny, but I'm, I'm being quite serious that, you know, um, our flexibility and our balance matter so much and more so than just like fitting into our jeans and things like that. So I'm incorporating all of that in there. We're going to talk about stress and sleep and hormones and thyroid and the things that I, I like to talk about all the time and toxicity. I think that's way more than people think it is. I've talked to a lot of people recently about laundry detergent, for goodness sakes. I'm quite sensitive to it now. I was out to dinner with a girlfriend the other day and all of a sudden I felt like congested and I realized a man sat down at the table kind of like beside us, kind of behind me. And I could smell his like tide or whatever it was. And it just immediately like causes inflammation, you know, um, for me and I can't handle it. And it's horrible for you. It, those tiny little molecules, first of all, they can cause a lot of respiratory distress, obviously. Um, but they also, you know, when it's on all of your clothes and on your sheets and on your blankets and, and on your towels and all that, you're getting that like straight into your bloodstream through your skin 24 hours a day. And it's quite toxic. It's been linked to cancer and respiratory issues, amongst other things, hormone disruption. So I feel blessed that I can't stand it. <laughs> and I had somebody say, well, but my I don't want my clothes to smell. You guys, your laundry... Um, if you're using like a free and clear or, you know, something like that laundry detergent that doesn't have a fragrance fragrance to it and your laundry smells, um, it's because it's not clean. It's because you have, you know, probably bacteria and mold and stuff like that. And if you add that detergent that is all like fragrant and smelly and all that, you're just covering it up. It's not that it's clean. So you're adding a problem on top of a problem. So do yourselves a favor. Anyway, but I don't mean to get off on a tangent. All of those things mean a lot in terms of our optimal health and the inflammation in our bodies and our hormones, and they add to all of it, all of it. And we're inundated more than ever, more than ever. When you think about the cleaning supplies that we use, food, obviously, and drinks, there's all these toxins, even, you know, like plastics everywhere the stuff on receipts um, is horrible for you. I mean, don't fear, don't live in fear, but just be aware, do one thing at a time. If you start with anything, I would start with your laundry detergent. 
because again, it's a 24 seven thing that you're, you know, smelling it, it's on your body. So, but anyway, we talk about all of that in there and you get four weeks of meal plans and we talk about macros and tracking and I'm using a new platform and there is a chat in there so we don't have to use Facebook because I know some people are like, nope, not doing it. So we're using a new platform that I'm very excited about and you can have the app on your phone, the chat is in there, the whole program is on there. And it starts, uh, again, January 23rd. So if you use code WARRIOR, all caps, you can get $10 off. And that is good through Sunday. This Sunday, I have to check the date, the 15th. We don't start until the 23rd. So you have some time. Um, it's $97 for the whole thing. I would say you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. And I'm super excited. Um, warrior, I picked a word for the year. And warrior is my word because I think strong, I think feel the fear and do it anyway. And in our group, we're gonna be all about solutions and not excuses. And so that's why the word warrior has just been like in my mind. Again, I think God has given me that word. So that's why I named this group that. And we're not gonna like have excuses, kind of like walk circles and be stuck. We're just moving up and beyond that together. All right, you guys, I will have the link for the program below. If you want to sign up, if you have any questions, email me at jess at healthwithjess.com. You can find me at thatvibrantlife.com, Facebook, That Vibrant Life, and Instagram, that underscore vibrant life. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.